Hey, welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm Amanda, and I'm here with Pastor Michael. And today we have a heavy question that we need to answer. And that is, is depression a sin? No. Can we wrap it up? That's hallelujah. (laughs) There we go. So I think there are a few things that we need to know about depression. I may, in my notes, I've got five things that I think are very valuable for the person asking this question. Mm. Also understanding the person asking this question could be anywhere on the spectrum of depression. So I want to be sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. So here's here's point number one. Depression is not a sin, but a symptom. So the capacity for depression has been built into our bodies and our emotions by God. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of crazy to think about. And if you're in the thick of a very dark depression, it could make you very frustrated at God. Why did you even give me the capacity this to biological response? This yep. for sure. There's, I mean, sin has broken mm-hmm. all of the good, legitimate things that God created our bodies to be able to do. And depression is one of those outcomes of, mm-hmm. of a sinful fallen world, but depression is not a sin. It's a symptom. It's a symptom that something is not working the way it's supposed to work. That might be your responsibility. It might not be your responsibility, mm-hmm. but at the end of the de- at the end of the day, depression is is a gift from God. It's an indicator uh, that you don't want to live in if you don't have to, but it is an indicator. Number two, depression is not monolithic. And explain that. Yeah, no two people experience depression the same. So if you say Mm -hmm. I'm depressed, Mm -hmm. if I say I'm depressed, our depression may have nothing to do with each other. So before I would even honestly like answer this question beyond, no, it's not a sin. What do I do with it? I need to listen and really figure out, okay, how long has this been going on? What is your experience of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think the core reasons are? The because reasons of it? are. Oh my gosh! Yes. Maybe there is a reason. Maybe there's not. Maybe you. Maybe you. All of a sudden, are waking up and you are so unbelievably sad and gloomy, mm. and you don't know why. Maybe it's sad disorder. Like all of yeah. Illinois has this. Oh, oh, totally Seasonal during a affective disorder. During February, yeah. oh. during my birthday, I'm like everybody's oh. at their low. <laughs> I literally, I'm like, I need to get. I don't have any energy. I need the, I need the sun. I know it's terrible, mm-hmm. and so that I mean it's. It's as simple as that. Mm. Um, Elijah was depressed and the Lord's response was take a nap and get something to eat. And I'm going to send you a buddy to hang out with you. Mm. So it's, it's Mm -hmm. not all the same. And it's also caused by a variety of reasons. And this is the third one. I want to, I want to give an analogy. Depression is like a headache. And before somebody thinks I'm minimizing depression, I don't think I am. So sometimes you're just dehydrated and you need to drink. In fact, one stat I read, it was like five years ago, so I can't validate it, but it felt right, which is how we determine everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, But they said 80% of all headaches are because of dehydration. Yep. Why? I can actually say almost every time I've had a headache, it's been Mm. for one of two reasons. One, I was dehydrated. Or number two, this is going to sound so dumb, but you remember 4th of July, you have those like things that you put on top of your head, like with little, like a... I'm picturing somebody who is wearing it's like a a, a headband. A headband. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I was like a bandana. No, no. no. (laughs) It's a a headband and they got little dangly things on it, whatever. So I was uh I was on a a mission trip and I had this headband with a dangly thing on it. And all of a sudden, I mean I had the most splitting headache. And I looked at my wife and I'm like, I think I have brain cancer. I think my head's gonna explode. For 30 minutes, this went on and we were at an Applebee's in Kentucky somewhere with a bunch of students. And I just took off the headband and it was immediate release. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I could not function. It took Mm. me down. I couldn't eat. I, I just laid my head on the table. Nothing could get it to go away. 
What was the cause? A stupid headband. Yeah. That's what did it. And that's the best case scenario right. is if your depression is like, oh, there's actually a physical need that's yeah. not being met right now. Yeah. Oh, your your headband's restricting blood flow to your blood to your brain. I know it's like I have it right now. <laughs> These headphones. Back. He's going. <laughs> I just went back to the moment, you know. And then, but sometimes uh, it's a sometimes it's brain cancer. Sometimes there is mm. a legitimate medical Serious. problem yeah. going on, and and sometimes for a headache you can take Tylenol. Sometimes nothing you do will get rid of it, and it mm. debilitates you for days and days and days. Mm. Sometimes, um, like my wife had one that lasted for a couple of weeks, she can barely function. And so, a- again, like depression is all over the board. And just because you have a common word doesn't mean it's all the same thing. But I'd say it's like a it's like a headache, and it, and it's there for a variety of reasons. And so, to be trite or dismissive and say, "Well, just take some Tylenol," or "Just go pray about it," or "Just go read a Bible verse," it might not all be the same, right? And that's mm-hmm. where you have to listen and figure some stuff out. The fourth thing I want to say about depression is that it reduces clarity. So, when somebody is in a depressive state, um, the ability to see the right, wise thing is often mitigated, diminished, it's lessened. Mm. So it's foggy. It's very foggy. So mm. oftentimes when you're depressed, you want to isolate, but what you need is to connect and commune. So there's a phrase that we use and we're careful with the phrase, but the phrase is do the opposite. So when you're depressed, you might want to go drink, do the opposite. Spend money, do, do the, the opposite. opposite, right? Or isolate, do the opposite, mm. or go sleep around. We'll do the opposite. I mean, the impulses of the heart in depression are not usually great, and so you you know they're not great, but it also reduces the ability to feel that it's not great, and then therefore you know use self control and not do them. Yeah. So when people are depressed, they're often at their worst behaviorally, mm-hmm. whether it's isolation or indulgence. Mm-hmm. So we just say like understand that when you are depressed, your ability to think clearly and wisely and utilize self control, they're diminished. So we need to be careful about that. Super helpful. So number 5 is most depression is able to be overcome to a degree. Mm. It doesn't mean permanently, it doesn't even mean 100% but whether it's through medication, whether it's through circumstantial things, whether it's through taking off a headband, you know, whatever it is. Right. Sometimes uh, it's like, I need to get into the word more. I need to do correct. that on a daily basis. It fills oh, me up. Yes. It renews my mind. So I'm not so focused on the negative. Right. Like, let's start with the basics. If that's taking off the headphones, I'd say start there. Absolutely. And and again, if you're listening to this and you've been depressed for years, you've probably gone through the basics, mm. but yep. maybe you're for the first time you're in a depressive cycle. And, and here's, here's the deal. Why don't you start working out? Why don't you start eating normal food, mm. drink a lot of water, get eight hours of sleep or rest at night. When you wake up in the morning or you go to bed at night, open the word, get involved with the church, get into a group, start serving. Don't pull away. Don't pull away mm-hmm. from people. The The basic life things that create a flourishing soul, mm. most people aren't doing. We're eating che- Cheetos. We're sleeping six hours a night. We're not working out. We're Staying indulging late, our impulses. Yeah. We're not thinking about the word of God. We haphazardly go to church. We're not bringing the word of God. We're watching junk on TV. Our brain yeah. and our soul are filled with crap. And then we don't feel good. And we don't feel good. And we're like, yeah. I'm depressed. And I'm like, I could, I would be depressed if I was living your life. Right. Uh, For some people, it is actually medical. And then therefore you do, you really need counseling. You need help. You need medication. You need to go through a longer therapeutic process to help you really emerge. It wasn't because of your decisions. You never chose this Mm -hmm. um, or you didn't do a series of things that led to possibly the, the emotional state of being depressed. And so again, uh, I I would tell people at the end of the day, depression is not a sin. 
but don't put it into this monolithic, you know, box and say all depression, you know, is the same and be very, very gracious. Even the person who's lived a foolish life and their depressive state is much more of a spiritual, physical depression because of their bad decisions. Yeah. They still don't want it. Yep, they and they, might, they might be in so deep that they can't even see a way out. So rather than saying, hey, idiot, why did you go do that? That that actually may be very not helpful. Yeah, I've never met a depressed person who knows the way out and was like, oh, I know the way out, but I'm not going to take it because yeah. I love being depressed. Yeah. Never. And I think it's important just not for mm. somebody who's dealing with depression. Yep. It's the people that we know in our lives that might be dealing with it yep. and having that heart of empathy and totally. saying, you know, how can I help you through this or even bring clarity to where it's foggy and say, what about this? Yep. I One, one rule, never condemn a depressed person because you have no idea mm. why they're there. They did not choose it on purpose. And if they could get out of it, they would have. Mm. And so I just have a patient heart of compassion. And if they want to be helped, I would love to come alongside of them, whether it's medical help, spiritual help, practical help, and help them in any yep, way Let's can. be that person. Yep. That's Amen. great. Next time we are going to be answering, how should a Christian handle disappointment? Disappointment.